um, in Paul's first letter to the church in Corinth. Um, uh, today we're just going to, because we're all in together, we're just going to look at a, three verses from the middle of chapter 12. But let's read a little bit longer. Uh, we're going to read uh, from chapter 12, verse 12, all the way through to the end of the, end of the chapter. But we'll just be looking at the first few verses uh, together. Uh, so why don't I pray for us and then Emily's going to come and read that passage. Uh, Father God, as we look at the Bible now, please help us uh, to understand it, make sense of it, and apply it to our own lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Emily. So we're in 1 Corinthians 12, and that can be found on page 1153 in the Church Bibles. 1 Corinthians 12, page 1153, and we're going to be starting at verse 12. Just as a body, though one, has many parts, but all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. For we were all baptised by one spirit, so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free, And we were all given the one spirit to drink. And so the body is not made up of one part, but of many. Now if the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has placed the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And the parts that we think are less honourable, we treat with special honour. And the parts that are unpresentable are treated with special modesty, while our presentable parts need no special treatment. But God has put the body together, giving greater honour to the parts that lacked it, so that there should be no division in the body, but that its parts should have equal concern for each other. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honoured, every part rejoices with it. Now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it. And God has placed in the church, first of all, apostles, second, prophets, third, teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, of helping, of guidance, and of different kinds of tongues. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Do all work miracles? Do all have gifts of healing? Do all speak in tongues? Do all interpret? Now eagerly desire the greater gifts. 
Thank you very much, Emily. So we're going to think about those together. And uh, because it is um, the Tuckwell's last Sunday with us, um, if, you don't, if you're new and you're thinking, who's this Tuckwell business? Uh, uh, John uh, and Ruth and Josh and Noah and Esther have been with us for lots and lots of years. Uh, John's been on the staff team here. And uh, uh, we're saying goodbye to them today as they move to a new location, take up a new job. Um, but because it's their last Sunday, uh, and I know how much they like competitions, I thought we needed some competition uh, this morning. Uh, so here, here's what we're going to do. Um, we're going um, to have a competition between one side of the church and the other side of the church. All right? And uh, let's, uh, let's call this side Man United. Yeah? Because that's... that's John's team and Josh and might be the whole Tuckwell family for all I know. No. Okay, but it's, it's John and Josh anyway. Um, so Man United. Now, I was thinking about having Man United versus Spurs. But I realised that that would be a bit one-sided uh, after Monday. Um, just doing on me. So I thought we won't do that. So instead of that, we'll have Man United against Man Disunited. See what I'm doing here? Stunning, eh? Stunning. Um, okay. So, a uh, little bit of a competition, and uh, so I need two competitors, and I guess since it is the Tuckwell's last Sunday, probably we should have a Tuckwell, and I'm going to go for Josh. Um, and um, since it's good for, um, to have a little bit of family rivalry, um, so Josh, you come stand on this side, you're going to be for Man United, I, I thought we might have Josh's cousin, um, Caleb, is going to come uh, and compete. Okay, so the first challenge uh, is the shuttlecock challenge. Okay, so you've just got to see which of you can hit a shuttlecock the furthest. Now, how many rows back? Okay, all right, you ready to go? So, um, here's your racket and sh- three shuttlecocks. All right, wait for it. Okay, there's yours. Okay, are you ready? Get set. Well, that was a pretty clear and very definite win for Man United. <laughs> Caleb, what, what, what was... You barely got beyond the second row, I think. I What's... Oh. Oh, that's tricky, isn't it? <laughs> Bother. Well, sorry about that. Um, anyway, never mind, never mind, never mind. Um, okay, the second, ex- the second test is the scooter derby. Okay, scooter derby. Okay, so, so you've, got, you've got a scooter, uh, and uh, it's the first one to the back. Somebody guard the stairs. Thank you. Okay, first one to the back. Okay, uh, your scooter's here. I'll move this out of the way for you. So Kelly's got lots of space. There's your one there, Josh. Okay. Are you ready? Get set. Go! Oh, it's, it's looking quite tense. That's it's another win for Man United. Three. Caleb, what is going on down here? Yes. You, didn't, you, didn't even get, you didn't get to the starting line. What's, what's the business? Oh. That's, that's a little bit tricky, isn't it? Um, well, it's 2-0 it's to Man United then. Uh, thank you very much, both of you. Give a round of applause.
Now, okay, first lesson for today. Pretty clear lesson, isn't it? Some things are designed to belong together. the, The bits of a scooter are designed to belong together. They don't work if you haven't got your scooter together. It's all in bits. It doesn't work. The strings and the frame designed to belong together to make a badminton racket. Can't work if they're in two bits. Some things are designed together. There's our first lesson. We'll put this up here just so that we remember it. Okay? That's the way it is with lots and lots of things. They are designed to belong together. Jolly good. Okay. So, uh, there's our, our first and very important lesson. But we've got a second lesson to learn. Um, and uh, for this, I think I'm going to move to the Sunday test. Is that right? What's the next slide? Yes, good. I thought I was forgetting myself. Okay, so we're going to have a Sunday test. Now, um, this involves... See, I remembered that today is a bring-your-own-lunch. Some of you are now thinking, oh, I forgot that. Um, we might have a little bit of bread and cheese later on for you. Okay, so it, it's a bring-your-own-lunch. And I thought to myself, I've got a bit of a sweet tooth. And I thought, oh, ice cream sundae. That'd be good. Fancy one of those. So um, I thought maybe, because uh, I'm not very good at cooking... Is this count as cooking? It counts as cooking in my mind. Okay, so we need, um, we need some people to, to help me to create my ice cream sundae. So I've got the kit here. Um, there we go. Um, now, who might we have? Do we need some more Tuckwells in operation, do you think, for the Sunday challenge? Is this a John or a Ruth kind of thing? Or maybe both of you. Both John and, John and Ruth together. Uh, maybe bring one of your children. All right, come on then. Over this side. Esther, is Esther going to go for it? Somebody's going to go for it. Okay, jolly good. Jolly good. Okay, wait. Get carried away. It's very competitive. Uh, now, who, um, who, else, who might be on the good on the other side? I wonder the Roberts family are a bit of a, bit of a rivalry to the Tuckwells. Um, so why don't we have some Roberts... Um, uh, Paul, I think you probably need to come as well. Um, okay, so. Now, you've got to work pretty quickly. Uh, you've seen, let's get the design back up on the screen, because uh, that's your design. Okay. Uh, and, I don't know, maybe a couple of minutes to create me my most excellent ice cream sundae. Are you ready? Get set. Go! Okay, we're into the last 10 seconds. 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Oh, we've got to take the top off. Oh, John's very upset about that. (laughs) Half, 
a quarter, an eighth, (laughs) whatever comes after an eighth, sixteenth, thirty-second. He's not going to do it. Okay, finish. Well, round of applause. Okay, excellent. Let's. um, So, how have we gone on? Um, Here is the um, the Tuckwell ice cream sundae. Looks very nice. Looking forward to that later on. Yum, yum. And um, here is the, um, the man disunited ice cream sundae. Now, you know, I'm going to eat this one. I mean, I'm not going to eat that. Look at it. Look at it. What sort of an ice cream sundae is that? It's got no ice cream. Dairy free. <laughs> I like the initiative. Uh, so, so, so what, what's, what's going on? I, look, I gave you loads and loads of things to work with. What's the problem? They're all the same, aren't they? They had all the same stuff. Tuckwell's had lots of different things. Well, thank you very much, all. And have a seat again. Because you see, we've got a second lesson that's important for us to learn, which is that some things are designed to have many parts. Something's not designed to just have one part, but something's designed to have many parts. In fact, um, we ought to say they're designed to have many different parts, aren't they? See, many different parts. Make up an ice cream sundae. It's no good if you've just got one thing, even if you've got lots and lots of them. Because some things are designed to have many different parts. So there you go. There are our two lessons for this morning. Some things are designed to belong together, and some things are designed to have many different parts. And you might be wondering, what has this got to do with me? And what has this got to do with 1 Corinthians chapter 12? And what has this got to do with belonging? I hope you're wondering that. Good thing to wonder that at this point. Because that's what we need to think about next. Because actually, the Bible tells us that it isn't just that some things are designed to belong together. The Bible tells us that Christians are designed to belong together. Look at this next verse. Just as a body, though one, has many parts, but all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. Just as a body, though it's one, has many parts, but all its parts form one body, so it is with Christ. Which goes to say that God never planned it that Christian believers should do their thing solo. God never planned it. It wasn't part of his design for a Christian to be on their own. He always planned it, always intended it, that Christians should gather together and form a body, the church. The church which is Christ's body. It's funny that, isn't it? Let's catch that verse. Just as a body, though one has many parts, but all its parts form one body, so it is with... What do you think he was going to say? So it is with the church. 
doesn't say, so it is with the church. He says, so it is with Christ. Because the link between Christ and his body, the church, is that tight. There was a time when Jesus achieved the things that he wanted to do on earth with his physical body. But now, God achieves the things that he wants to achieve through the church, Christ's body, now today, on earth. So, what that means is that if you are a Christian believer, if you are somebody who has been baptized with the Spirit, that means you become a Christian. If you're somebody who's drunk of the Spirit of God, that means that you're a Christian. If that's you, then his plan is for you to belong, for you to be part of his body at the church. Uh, So Christians are designed uh, to belong uh, together. That's our first and really important lesson uh, as we think about this uh, together. Just like... Where's it gone? Just like a, a frame and the strings designed to belong together. Just like the bits of a scooter designed to belong together, so Christians are designed to belong together, to be part of one body, uh, the church. Uh, but that's not at all uh, that we need to know, uh, because there's this second lesson as well. Some things are designed to have many different parts. Uh, and that's true of a church as well. Uh, look at the next verse. Look at verse uh, 14. Uh, Uh, Let's go on to the next slide, next slide 13. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, uh, but of many. God's great plan for the church was that we should all be different. doesn't want the body to be made up of all eyes, or all hands, or all feet. That would be a weird body, wouldn't it? Get a body that was just eyes or a body that was just hands. Be such a peculiar body. It's not God's plan for the church. He wants a church made up of loads of different people with loads of different gifts. So can I say that if you've been around at Christ Church for a little while now, and you've been thinking to yourself, uh, I'm not sure I quite fit here, I feel a bit different to other folk here, Can I say that that means you're in exactly the right place? Do you see that? Because you're going to be wonderful for us if you're feeling, oh, I don't quite fit. Because that means you're a different part of the body that we need. So stand around and become part of the body for that reason. You see, we need your difference. The Bible tells us that whether you're a Jew or a Gentile, slave or free... We could say, whether you're tall or short, old or young, black or white, strong or weak, loud or quiet, active or contemplative, a thinker or a feeler, whether you're outgoing or shy, whether you're academic or practical, whether you're sporty or sedentary, whether you're creative or not, whether you can make things stay on your board or they fall off. (laughs) Whoever you are, God's intention is for you to be part of the body of Christ. God's intention is for you to belong. Because what unites us isn't that we all share some similar background. What unites us isn't that we all have the same sort of gift. 
What unites us isn't that we all temperamentally like the same sort of thing. No, no, what unites us is the Holy Spirit of God. If you're a Christian believer, you're united. You have brothers and sisters here because you belong to Christ first and then you belong to one another in the family that God has created, the body that he has created. So can I say that if you're a Christian believer this morning, then we are committed to you belonging. It is the first of our four foundations. Which means that if if you're new here, uh, and you're kind of feeling slightly on the edge of things, or if actually you've been around for quite a while, and you're still feeling on the edge of things, let me say that we don't want you to stay there. If you're not a Christian, then, then we, want you to, we want to do everything that we can to give you the chance to find out more about Jesus. And we'll do that in all sorts of ways. Sunday by Sunday, midweek stuff, uh, we'll tell you all about it if you hang around. But if you are a Christian and you're feeling on the edge of things, either because you've just arrived or because you've been around for a while and not managed to sort of find your way into belonging, then can I say that we're not going to let you stay there? That doesn't mean that we're going to hassle you. I understand that that some people will have arrived in Cambridge, been terribly busy, you need a bit of time to find your feet. Other people have stepped out of a really busy phase of life and you need some time to catch your breath. But in the end, the reason that God has called you to himself is so that you can belong to the people of God that he has created. And that means it's not good for you to stay on the edge of things spiritually. Actually, it's not good for, for us if you stay on the edge of things, spiritually. So we want to do all we can to help you to belong. And that means that those of us who don't feel as though we're on the edge, but maybe feel as if we are more towards the middle, well then, it's our job to do the welcoming that makes people feel as if they belong. So can I say to those of us who feel a bit more towards the middle, how good do you think our welcome is on a Sunday? How hard do we try to say hi to people? I heard about a church the other day that every now and again, uh, when people arrive, they suggest that married couples sit separately. I thought that was really nice. Just so that instead of talking to one another, because after all they can do that all the rest of the week, on a Sunday for an hour they sit separately so they can talk to somebody different. Is that really good? Just simple, isn't it? What a nice idea. So that married couples are just reminded in that way to make an effort to talk to some new people, be a welcoming influence. Another part of our our welcome is the share a meal weekend that's coming up, where we just invite people to to find somebody they don't know very well, invite them for a meal or a cup of tea or whatever, and we'll do that through a weekend later in September. Same idea behind the church lunch today. We love to gather together, give people a chance to rub shoulders, form relationships. It's why we have so many small groups meeting midweek because we know it's not realistic for you to get to know everybody in the building really really well but you could get to know a small group really really well God wants you to be part of his body it is his plan it's the body that he uses it's the body which brings him glory so here are our two not very stick where's that going not very sticky lessons for today. First, that Christians 
are designed to belong together in the church and then that the church is designed to have many different parts. And that's what we should expect and that's what we should rejoice in as a community together. Uh, Let me pray for us along those lines. Heavenly Father, we thank you that uh, your great plan for eternity is to have a people who praise you as you deserve to be praised, who joyfully serve you, who enjoy forever uh, your great love for us, who share together uh, in a community uh, the love that you have expressed to us with one another. And thank you that uh, the church is the foretaste of all of that. Uh, We praise you for it, uh, and we praise you uh, for the gift of your Spirit who unites us together. And we pray that uh, this coming uh, year will be a year where uh, many who currently feel on the edge of things here uh, really feel that they belong. And we pray that it will be a year when those of us who do feel more towards the middle of things here uh, work really well as your servants uh, to welcome others. And we pray these things in Christ's precious name. Amen.